More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, Building Resilience. Are you dealing with an unpleasant or unexpected change? Feeling worn down by dealing with a challenge in your life or relationships? Let us help you bounce back. 877-573-7825. says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, the show is titled Building Resilience. As we talk about dealing with unpleasant or unexpected changes, the times we feel worn down from dealing with a challenge in our life or relationships, we want to help you bounce back and find the answers you're looking for to identify those next steps forward. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. Also, if you're listening later on today through the More to Life podcast, you can send us your questions via email. That address is questions at more2liferadio.com. But we do love hearing your voice and talking with you, so we prefer you give us a call right now at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Before we get too far into the show, we did want to send out our message of, of, of love and support to all of our listeners in the Kansas City metropolitan area. We're so devastated about the news of the shooting at the at the parade, and we just wanted you to know that we are keeping you in our prayers. Constant prayers, and and our 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 prayers, our our fervent prayers go out to each and every person involved in this. This was horrific, and we have so many dear and wonderful listeners in the Kansas area. Very personal connections to Kansas. And this is just devastating, as I think it is devastating for everyone in the whole world to see such senseless, horrible violence. And we just encourage everyone to be praying for peace, for kindness, for love, and for healing for all of those who are affected by this. It is tragic, beyond tragic. Amen. We are taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825. Again, today's show is titled Building Resilience as we talk about dealing with unpleasant or unexpected changes or those times when we feel worn down from dealing with an ongoing challenge in our life or relationships. The number again, 877-573-7825. You know, I think it's important to remember that, you know, life has so many things that can knock us off balance. And... If you're going through an unpleasant or unexpected change, we're here for you. Are you facing a problem in your life or relationships that you're not sure how to respond to? If you're feeling worn down, confused, frustrated, burned out, or just like you can't anymore, 
Let us help you reclaim the clarity you need to bounce back and be confident about your next steps and God's grace in your life. 877-573-7825. Or again, you can shoot your questions to us via email. The address is questions at more2liferadio.com. That's with the number two, questions at more2liferadio.com. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And if you're not sure quite what that is, um, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years that laid out how we can discover God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthy, holy relationships um, by by prayerfully discerning God's plan of creation and especially his design of our bodies. The theology of the body reminds us of two important things in the face of any change. First, we need to remember that in all things, God is working to restore the perfect order he created at the beginning of time. Our suffering isn't meaningless. Even in the middle of difficult times, God wants to show us how to make our circumstances work for our good and the good of the people around us. Second, we can't do that on our own especially in the face of unexpected or undesirable change, we can only make God's plan come together if we cultivate receptivity, which is constantly asking him to teach us how to respond to that change until his will becomes clear. So here are a few tips to make that happen. Uh, Number one, we need to bring the situation to God every day, not just one time, but, but every day. And say, Lord, teach me how to respond to this in a way that will glorify you, help me be my best self, and bring out the best in everyone around me. Second, as we listen in prayer, we need to identify the goal that God is placing on our heart. And even if we're not 100% sure that we can make that thing happen, we need to prayerfully ask God every day, please show me one small thing I could do today to move a little bit closer toward that goal. Third, we can't wait around for the big plan to come together. We've got to discern his will for us each day while we're waiting for the big reveal. And how do we do that? Well, again, we prayerfully reflect on the question, how can I address what's in front of me today in a manner that leads to more meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue? Those three qualities are the the, the legs on which an abundant life stands. And by having a clear goal of where my heart in prayer is calling me to be and simultaneously asking God to show me how to respond to each day with more meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue, God will show us how to take control of whatever change we're going through and use it to work for our good, the good of those around us, and for his greater glory. Yeah, and that all sounds great in theory, but how do we apply that in your challenging circumstances? Let's talk it out. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls about bouncing back and building resilience. In the name of the Father, Father, and and the the Son, Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, in a special way, of course, we lift up all of our listeners today, especially those who are tuning in in the Kansas City area and all of those who were affected directly or indirectly by this tragedy, this most recent tragedy. We ask that you would pour out your grace, your, your compassion and healing and consolation in this difficult time. 
Of course, we'll also lift up all of our listeners who are going through unexpected or unpleasant changes or feeling worn down from the challenges that they face in their lives. We ask that you would help us learn how to respond to those challenges and changes so that we can glorify you, so that we can be our best selves in the face of those difficulties, and so that we can work for the good of everyone involved. Help us to identify those next steps, to keep the big picture in mind, the goal that you would have us pursue, the, the how you would like to transform the situation to reflect your glory, and, and help us to respond to your call in our hearts to lead us step by step toward that goal so that in all things, even the most challenging things, we are able to work for the good of those involved, build your kingdom, and glorify you. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the name, in the name of the Father, Father the, the Son, Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Building Resilience, as we talk about dealing with unpleasant or unexpected changes, uh, or those times when we just feel worn down from dealing with a challenge in our life or relationships. How do you bounce back? How do you get the confidence and clarity you need to identify those next steps toward the solution that God has in his heart for you? Let's talk it out. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with John, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Kansas. Hi, John. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Who's looking for clarity as far as we're dealing, my wife and I, we're dealing with exactly what it is that you all are speaking about. What's going on, John? We're having extremely hard times in our marriage. We've been married for 24, almost 25 years now. And we're just at a point to where... It just, just the feeling of despair is just overwhelming. And and what's brought you to that point, John? What's going on in the marriage? Conflict uh, between my wife and I. Um, but in listening to you all speak, I have to reflect. And we have gone through a lot of difficult times. We have a big family. Again, like I told, told your call screener, we conceived... 10 children throughout our marriage. We lost three in the womb. We still have seven children living. Um, however, within the past five years, I lost my mother. Um, I, I, I grew up in a single-parent home. My mother was the only one in my family that stuck with the faith. Uh, I lost my mother. I really have no other family to turn to. My wife, within the past five years, she lost tragically both of her parents um, in horrific car accidents and things like that. And, and her parents were the only ones in her family who were still in the Catholic faith. And it's just everywhere we try to turn, we've sought out counseling, and it helps, but we go back into the world, and we're dealing with the same struggles. Are, are you still in counseling, John? Yes, we are. Okay. 
Um, so what's going I mean, there's a lot happening here that you're describing, and I'm so sorry for, for the pain that you've been in and the losses you've experienced. And I know that, you know, when we go through those kinds of things, instead of turning toward each other and taking care of each other, we often want to be taken care of, uh, and we, we end up kind of isolating or lashing out or, you know, just reacting out of the stress. What can I, what can we do to help you today? What's your question for us here? What would be the best avenue? What I'm to the point where this morning I'm looking around the diocese where we are to see if there's any type of exorcism. I don't. I don't know if there's demonic oppression going on in our home or what it is, or if it is just something that God is allowing into our marriage so that we can grow closer and get through. Like when I speak with people who have been married far longer than we have, parishioners, fellow parishioners, they've shared with me all the things that they've gone through, mm-hmm. and that that's just a part of marriage. And they, they encourage so, so- us to stay together and to, and to try to persevere, but I just have a hard time communicating that to my wife in a way I just don't feel like she is open. Are you guys, can I ask you, are you guys praying together about your marriage? We were. We wake up every morning, I turn the rosary on, we listen to the rosary, and it just seems as the more that we do that, the more we're attacked. Well, I, I think that God is, I, I would suggest to you that, that God is inviting you to, 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 to do more in that. Let me, let me explain what I mean. I think it's, it's beautiful to, to, to listen to and, and, uh, the rosary and, and to pray. The rosary, the rosary though, and, and other prayers like it, are ways that we listen to God, but it's often hard to listen to God if we haven't brought our hearts to him in the first place, right? So what I'm suggesting here is I want you to continue to listen to the rosary and pray the rosary together. But what I want you to do first, before you turn that on, is I want you to turn toward your wife and I want you to say, you know, Lord, help me to be the husband that my wife needs me to be. Help us to be the couple that you're calling us to be. What, what do you need us to do today to show up for each other and to be the supports to each other that you created us to be and that you gave us to each other to be? And I want your wife to do something similar. And I want you guys to be praying every day specifically out loud, you know, talking to God from your hearts about where the problem is, you know, the, the, what you can do to be more present to each other, um, what, you, what God is asking you to do to, to really show up for each other better than you have in the past. And then pray the rosary together as a way of listening to what God is saying to you in response to that heartfelt prayer in the first place because you know again the, the rosary and other prayers like at the chaplets those sorts of things they're meditative prayers and meditative prayers are how we listen to god speaking in our hearts but it's hard it's hard to listen to god if we haven't talked to him about what our needs are and brought our concerns to him so i, I want you to add that piece to it and specifically again i i, I want you to make sure that that you're asking god every day to to help you be the husband that she needs you to be and invite her to pray that, she, that, she, that God would help her be the wife that she needs to be and that the two of you can learn to show up for each other and take care of each other through this. Then I want you to follow up that prayer with a question. What's one thing I could do for you today, honey, that would make your life a little easier or more pleasant? What, what's one thing I can do to make you feel like I have your back? And talk about that. 
then listen to and pray the rosary uh, and, and, and really hear what God's speaking to you through that meditative prayer as you reflect on the mysteries and that call to sacrificial love that the rosary really uh, brings to the fore. But, the, the, when, but if you're, so, and I want you to keep up the counseling. Don't stop that. But I want you to make sure that you're working with a counselor who is trained in marriage-friendly therapy because there are lots of individual counselors who, quote-unquote, also see couples. Their success rate is miserable. It's about 30%. But if a, if a counselor is trained in marriage and family therapy, the success rate tends to be closer to 90%. So you want to make sure that you're working with somebody who is a trained marriage and family therapist, um, ideally, who could help you integrate your faith into what you're doing here. But, but at the very least, stay with that, double-check their, their qualifications, but, but really focus on asking God together to lead you through this. Because, you know, before you start looking for, you know, exorcisms or any of that, I, you are being oppressed. There's no question yeah. there's spiritual oppression here. But you don't need an exorcism. You, you need to give your hearts to God and ask him to teach you how to respond to the challenges, the many, many challenges and pains that you're going through, and how to go through it together. Now, you can certainly ask your pastor to, to pray over the two of you so that, you know, you have the grace to get through this together. But, John, I can't encourage you enough to together together pour out your hearts to god and just say lord we're angry at you we've lost three children we've lost our parents we feel alone we don't feel close enough to you we're we're not taking care of each other our marriage is in despair help us show us the way it's absolutely what god wants god Jesus didn't suffer and die and leave us his body, blood, soul, and divinity here on earth so that we can be all pinkies up polite with him. He wants us beating on his chest, crying out from the depths of our soul if that's what we need to do. Just like he wants us to be able to rejoice with him openly and and with, with gusto when we're going through that. He wants to be there for us for everything. And I think if the two of you can start being real with each other in prayer, not fighting, not, you know, going at each other because you're scared and you're angry and you're confused, but pouring out your hearts together in prayer, you'll begin to see some some communication happening, some healing happening, as long as you're pairing that with good counseling. As I'm praying through this, um, you know, what I'm hearing, and take this for what it's worth, you always have to test these sorts of things, but what, what I'm hearing as I'm, I'm asked, as I'm praying about this, is that I, I feel that God is giving you an invitation, that you've been going through the motions of having a relationship with him, and frankly, going through the motions of having a relationship with each other, yeah. but that you've been really resisting or avoiding or just not pursuing real intimacy in your relationship with God or with each other. And God is cracking your shell by asking you to open up your hearts to each other and to him in a new way, in a deeper way. And I hope that you'll accept that invitation. I, I want to give you a couple of resources and then I have to let you go. Um, I'd love for you to reach out to your diocese and find out more about Retrovi in your area. Retrovi is a wonderful program for couples. It's not meant to replace counseling. I want you to stay in your counseling. But Retrovi is a, is a wonderful retreat for couples who are having difficulties in their marriage. And it really focuses on how to open up new levels of communication in the marriage. That's Retrovi. Uh, you can contact your diocesan marriage and family life office to find out more about that. I'd also like you to pick up copies of both Praying For and With Your Spouse, The Way to Deeper Love, which is a book that Lisa and I did that talks about how to pray with your spouse, exactly like we're talking about, and how to let God into those hurting parts of your marriage and let him lead you out of them. Again, that name, the name of that book is Praying For and With Your Spouse, The Way to Deeper Love. The other book I'd like you to pick up is How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love 
a book that I've done that, that really teaches couples what the healthy habits are for the, the, the happy couples practice in their relationship and how they can begin using them in theirs. So again, that book, How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love, both of those are available at catholiccounselors.com. So that's Praying For and With Your Spouse and How to Heal Your Marriage. Check them out at catholiccounselors.com. While you're there, you can also learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice. I I certainly want you to continue working with the person you're working with as long as uh, they have been trained in marriage and family counseling. But if you're looking for faithful responses uh, and you'd like to learn more about what we do, check out catholiccounselors.com. But pick up those books for sure. Learn more about Retrovi in your area. And, John, if there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out. With that, we have to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about building resilience. If you're dealing with an unpleasant or unexpected change or just feeling worn down by the challenges you're facing in your life or relationships, we want to help you bounce back. And be- Beyond Damascus with Dan Demite and Aaron Richards is our show for young adults. Everybody's talking about encounter. Everybody's talking about that mountaintop experience. What we fail to often talk about is what happens after, what happens beyond that Damascus moment. Jesus Christ is calling all of us to be missionary disciples, disciples of Jesus who are on mission to bring the kingdom of God here and now on this earth. Beyond Damascus with Dan Demite and Aaron Richards, Saturday at 8 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria mutual funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria mutual funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Ave Maria Radio invites you to feast on the joy of fasting this Lenten season and all year long. Fast from judging. Feast on loving. Fast from noise. Feast on silence. Fast from differences. Feast on unity. Fasting is a part of true Christian life. It liberates us from this world as we grow closer to Christ. Underwritten in part by the following nonprofit. Do you have an insurance plan that pays for everything, even things you don't believe in? There are options. You can join Solidarity HealthShare, a faith-based health sharing community. Plus, Solidarity HealthShare can save you money with prices starting as low as $384 a month for families. Call to see how much you can save. 844-398-9399. That's 844-398-9399. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, Building Resilience, as we talk about dealing with unpleasant or unexpected changes or the times when we feel worn down from dealing with a challenge in our life or relationships, how do we bounce back and get the confidence we need to take those next steps toward the solution that God has in His heart for us? Give us a call, 877-573. 7825. Let's talk now with Mary, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Nebraska on Spirit Catholic Radio. Hi, Mary. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you today? Okay, my real question comes down to the fact, when do you... I was raised Catholic. I'm in a, I was in a second marriage. I was a preacher. He walked out on me a year and a half ago and said he wanted a divorce. 
We've seen a divorce. I've asked him, a lawyer. I've asked him to go to counseling with me. He would not do that. He went by himself. And within four months, he said he needed to find himself. My question is, when do I stop trying to get back together? Okay, Mary, I have, I have several questions for you here, first of all. So, so you said this is a second marriage for you? Okay, I'm so sorry for the pain this that you're in, so hard. and I apologize. I just have to. I just I'm going to ask some of these kind of more technical questions just to get a, get a sense of the the, the, the context here. So yeah. this, um, were you, you said you were raised Catholic? Um, were, were you? Did you get an annulment from the first marriage before you married this gentleman? Or were you married no. in the Catholic Church the first time? Yes. Okay. Okay, and yeah. you so you didn't get an annulment before you got married this the second time. Is that am I understanding you correctly there? No. Okay, that's all right. And 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 this and this gentleman, you said he's a, he was a, a Protestant minister of some sort. Yes. Okay. And and he's he's left you. Uh, you said he's you're not divorced. You told our screener you're not divorced right now, but he's telling everybody that he is divorced. Yes. Okay. All right. So, um, and you're asking what what should you do at this point? One time I can talk myself into going through with it, and then another time it's like, I don't know. Okay. What kind of, what kind of support are you getting right now? And you, and you, you have anybody to talk with? Are you getting, working with a, a counselor yes. of any kind? You're working with a yes. counselor? Yes, and okay. I, am, okay. I am back in the Catholic Church. I did. Okay, I so you rediscovered your faith through this. All right. Yes. Look, Mary, I'm going to... we we really we, wanted to stay. I understand. Okay. So, so Mary, I'm going to ask you... I have to ask you to hang on, okay? Because um, this is a, a shorter segment, and we're, we have, we're running right up against our break here in about 30 seconds, and I want to be able to give you the time that you deserve. So I'm going to ask you to hang on over the break, and we're going to come back with some other questions, and then we'll give you some feedback on, you know, kind of where to go next. But I'm so sorry that you're going through this, just terrible, and um, I, I think we'll be able to offer you some, some ways forward with this. So thank you for, the, for calling in, and please do hang on over the break. And we're taking your calls, listeners, as well, about building resilience, that idea of being able to bounce back and be confident about the next steps that God is asking you to take in the face of the challenges you're encountering. You don't have to go through it alone. That's uh, We're here to help you, to be with you, to help you begin to pray and discern what it is that God's calling you to at this time. So let's talk it out together. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. We'll be taking your calls. We'll also be picking up with Mary from Nebraska on the other side of the break. So stick around. We'll be right back. Connection with Teresa Tomio. So many people call themselves Christian, call themselves Catholic, call themselves evangelical, whatever, and they're nothing more than members of the church of what's happening now, as Flip Wilson used to say. You want direction, you want guidance, go to the source. Go to Jesus, go to scripture, go to the church teachings. Not to Whoopi Goldberg, not to, and we pray for her, but Nancy Pelosi's version of Catholicism or Joe Biden's version of Catholicism or any other politician that holds fast to their quote-unquote Catholic faith, yet consistently, consistently and blatantly not just speaks against the church, but acts against the church. 
we need to pray for these people and we need to encourage bishops to stand up for the truth and not be afraid. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. Are you passionate about Jesus? Are you zealous for Jesus? Are you fervent for Jesus? Are we fervent for the gospel? Are we passionate about helping this world come to know him? Is that true? It's not true for most people in the church. Is Jesus my best friend? Is he your best friend? I'm looking around the church. There's a set of guys in here who have great man caves. As I was praying this morning, I felt like the Lord said, hey, when are you going to come to my man cave? Like, you guys think a flat screen TV is really cool. You should see what I got to offer. Because I and I alone, he says, can really give you what it is you're longing for. Whoever it is we're rooting for right now, they're going to lose eventually. Whatever it is that's occupying our time, one day we're going to realize it really wasn't that important. Why aren't we hanging out with the one who alone can show us what life is really all about? When was the last time you hung out in the Lord's man cave? Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Anxiety is such a commonplace experience that we often feel like there's something wrong with us when we aren't feeling anxious. We wonder what new threat to our security or peace we're missing. But how do you know whether you're experiencing normal garden variety stress and anxiety or whether you're struggling with something more serious? Has anxiety become a regular part of your life? Does it impact your performance at work or make it harder to enjoy your relationships or prevent you from having the energy to do the things you used to enjoy? These are good signs it's time to seek professional help. People often wait years before getting appropriate counseling help, and by then the problem's been allowed to grow into something that's having a serious impact on your life, career, and relationships. Anxiety is very treatable, and a vast majority of people who seek help get better. If you're ready to win your battle against anxiety, check out my book, Unworried, or visit CatholicCounselors.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Building Resilience, as we talk about how do we bounce back from those unpleasant or unexpected changes we have to face? How do we bounce back when we're feeling worn down from dealing with a challenge in our life or relationships that just isn't getting better, even when we work hard on it? Give us a call. Let us help you identify those next steps that God is asking you to take to find the solutions that he has in his heart for you. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Before the break, we were talking with Mary, for, uh, listening uh, in Nebraska on Spirit Catholic Radio. She was sharing with us that uh, her husband, who was a Protestant minister, just walked out on her about a year ago. Uh, he's telling everybody that he's divorced, even though they haven't filed um, and this is her second marriage. Um, she was married in the church in the first marriage. She did not get an annulment before the second relationship here. Um, but she's just trying to figure out what to do next. Mary, is that a fair summary of the situation? Yes. Okay. And you shared with us, too, that, that through all of this, you, you've come back to the, the Catholic Church, and it's something that's been important to you, you even through this, this whole uh, difficult time. Am I, am I understanding you correctly there? Yes. Okay. Um, so 
let me let me just offer some some general thoughts here and then maybe give you some some ideas on, on where you can go with this next because there's a lot going on uh you know this is devastating and my heart breaks for you i want you to understand that that we we completely empathize so with, much with, with, you know um the thing that you need to be be mindful of here is that you know since you're back in the church and you're you know you're you you're your faith has always been important to you. So I just want to kind of approach this from that perspective, okay? Um, this second marriage in the eyes of the church isn't a valid marriage. It doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean that it's not heartbreaking. That it wasn't very, you know, real in your life and heartbreaking and affecting you in many, many ways. And that does not mean that there is not a lot of love that went into this marriage and that it's not crushing to be going through this but if you're but if you are as you say interested in in coming back into your you know a, a more real encounter of your faith um then i think it's important to just deal with the reality for what it is okay and so in in the eyes of the church this this second marriage is not a valid marriage and let me explain why okay when we get married in the church you know we're not just having a civil marriage like where we're promising to pay taxes together and take care of any kids we have and share stuff we're making the promise to help each other become everything god created us to be in this life and get each other to heaven in the next and that's the expectation right um and so when i get married in the church i'm i'm saying i believe this person you know i prayerfully believe that this person is the person god chose for me to help me be everything he created me to be in this life and get me to heaven in the next um the process of getting an annulment is is where you discern with the church you know was this person really capable of doing that was i really called by god into this relationship uh, and 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 so you know that's important to kind of understand because if if you know the reason that the second marriage isn't valid is because well you were, you were already married right and you have to go through that process of discerning was that was that first relationship really what god was calling you to um and was that person the person that was supposed to be helping you become everything he created you to be in this life and get to heaven in the next now let's let's for the sake of argument say no that's not the case but that's still something to discern with the church regardless you didn't make those kinds of promises with this person that you married now right and that's what makes it that's that's what makes it on top of that an invalid marriage because getting married outside the church we we might make promises to stay together we might make promises to pay our taxes together to claim our stuff uh, and share our stuff and raise kids but that that's that those are and those are important promises those those promises are all part of catholic marriage but the most important promise is that i believe that god has chosen you to help me get to heaven and and to help me be and help us each other be everything god created us to be in this life too and that's that's clearly not the case. This person, when he says, you know, this person you're married to, this preacher that you're married to, says, I, I have to go find myself. This is a person who is not capable of making that kind of a promise to you, right? He he, he might have been good company for a time. He might have been somebody that you you know liked to be around for a time. But he but might he, have said he was head over heels in love with you. He might have told you he was going to stay forever, but he did not really understand the commitment involved in helping you become everything you're supposed to be and both of you getting to heaven together. And I can say that God does not want you to be in any kind of relationship with anybody, whether it's a friend or a romantic partner or, or a spouse, that, 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 that is not committed to helping you become everything God created you to be in this life and getting to heaven in the next. And so, you know, this marriage, you know, is invalid. 
And I would suggest to you that it's important, especially under the circumstances, to, to go ahead and, and follow through with getting that divorce and talking with your pastor about seeking an annulment for the first marriage so that you can discern with the church what God is really calling you to. Uh, because it seems to me through all of this that the one thing that's really standing out is that God has been bringing you back into his family. You know, that, that for a time you, you, you left the church uh, and now you're rediscovering the importance of your Catholic faith. And, and I think that, that you know, as Catholics, we have some very unique beliefs about what marriage and family life is supposed to be and what you have a right to expect from a real godly partner. And I think that as you embrace your faith and it becomes more central to your life, God wants to show you what your worth is his daughter and what he wants to give you in a relationship that would really reflect his love. And instead of kind of grasping at broken human love and building a relationship on that, I think he wants you to be able to be with somebody who could love you the way he loves you and share that free and total and faithful and fruitful love that as Catholics we're all called to experience. And so I, I you know, I, rec- I certainly appreciate how painful all of this is, but I think that the answer is in you coming back to the church and really following the church's guidance on how to respond to this. And as I walk through that with you, that means kind of cl- clearing up um, the mess that here is here uh, and, and really getting the clarity that would allow God to really speak to your heart about what's next for you. You know, the, the fact of the matter is it's very much spiritually and temporally in, in your day-to-day life about God saying he wants to heal these wounds that are hurting you so badly. He wants to be there for you and give you a healthier, happier holier life and just like when we're dealing with horrible physical wounds we don't want anybody touching them you know we don't want them there but we don't want anybody touching them it's scary it's it's it makes us sick to think about it but once those wounds are cleared out they can really heal and we can get stronger and healthier than we ever were before and I really believe that, Mary, he's offering you that kind of healing. He's offering you better love than you've ever experienced here on earth before. His own love and the love that you can have once these things are healed and you've really been able to know what you're worth in his eyes and it should be in anybody's eyes who's in your life. But the first step to doing that is really clearing the slate and and pursuing the divorce from this invalid relationship with this man who can't commit to you on any level, seeking the annulment for the first relationship, and then really entering into a, a process of, 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 of spiritual direction and, and, and counseling to heal the wounds that have been stopping you from being able to receive the love that God wants to give you. And, and Mary, as I've been praying through this as, as we've been talking to you here, I really feel that if you, and this may not be true, but if you feel that in any way you learned to be treated this way by these two men, by anything in your past, that it's an unhealed wound, or even if you just need help getting your head around what these two men have done to your identity, your self-esteem, finding good, faithful counseling that can really help you work through this, and get stronger and get a good sense of who you are and what your dignity is as a daughter of God can really help you through this process. I have a couple of uh, suggestions for you. Um, first of all, I'd like you to pick up a copy of um, the book 
For Better Forever, A Catholic Guide to Lifelong Marriage. It's a book that Lisa and I did that really describes what, what Catholics have a right to expect from a healthy, godly relationship. And I think that it's going to really open your eyes and help you see that you've been settling. And that as you come back into your faith, um, I think you're going to have a deeper understanding of what God wants for you in a relationship. And I, and I believe that For Better Forever will help you see what that is and help you gain clarity even about how to respond to the present relationship that you're in. So again, that's For Better Forever, A Catholic Guide to Lifelong Marriage. I also would like you to check out my book, um, Dis- Discovering excuse me, uh, Discovering God. Oh my gosh. I don't, you've got 20 books here. Which one are you talking about? The Life God Has for You. Sorry, The Life God Has for You, which is Discovering God's Plan When Human Plans Fail. It's, uh, again, discover, The Life God Has for You. It's, it's, it's a book about discernment and, dis, uh, and identifying what the next steps are um, when things aren't working out the way you'd like. The, the Life God Wants You to Have. Uh, so both of those titles, right? so For Better Forever, A Catholic Guide to Lifelong Marriage, and The Life God Wants You to Have, are available at catholiccounselors.com. Now, while you're there, feel free to look into the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice. We can help guide you further in a faithful way of how to respond to all these challenges you're dealing with if you'd like that support. But either way, I, I hope that these suggestions will give you some clarity about your next steps and that the resources that I've suggested will help take you a little bit further down the road. If there's more we can do for you, Please don't hesitate to reach out to us here on the show or through catholiccounselors.com. Mary, God bless you. And we've added you to our More to Life prayer list as well. And we're taking your calls, listeners, about bouncing back on our show about building resilience as we talk about dealing with unpleasant or unexpected changes in our life uh, or the times when we feel worn down from dealing with a particular challenge in our life or relationships. We want to help you bounce back and be confident about the next steps that God wants you to take toward the solutions that he has in his heart for you. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. If you're listening later in the day on the More to Life podcast, you can send us your questions via email. That address is questions at moretoliferadio.com. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Psalm 18, verse 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. It's an important verse to hold on to when we are going through difficult times uh, because God wants to be all of those things and more to us. He wants us to reach out to him and, yes, ask him to deliver us from the problems that we're facing. But while we're waiting for that deliverance, also ask him to teach us how to respond to it because God isn't just in the absence of those problems or the disappearing of those problems. He's in this moment, in the middle of the problem, and he wants us to reach out to him and say, Lord, teach me how to respond to this in a way that will glorify you. Help me be my best self and enable me to work for the good of everybody involved. And the more we do that, the more we experience God as our rock and our fortress and our deliverer, the person, the, 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 the God in whom we take refuge, the person who is our salvation and our stronghold. So lean on that. Keep that verse close to your heart today, Psalm 18, verse 2. When we come back, we'll continue taking your calls about building resilience, 877-573-7825. Are you dealing with an unpleasant or unexpected change? Are you feeling worn down from dealing with a challenge in your life or relationships? We want to help you bounce back, 877-573-7825. Back in a minute. 
The most original and exclusive Catholic content is on EWTN Radio. I don't like looking back. I prefer to look forward and keep moving forward. There's plenty to cover. I do a lot of research and try to dig out the bits and pieces of a life or of an agenda that people don't want to talk about. The World Over with Raymond Arroyo. Tonight, 8 Eastern on EWTN Radio and Television. What is conversion? The Catholic Catechism says there are two kinds of conversions. The first is baptism, which removes original sin and washes away all other sin. The second is the conversion of the heart from sin to the merciful love of God. It is Jesus who calls us to this conversion. The time is fulfilled, he said. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. A perfect example of this conversion is St. Peter, who, after denying his master three times, burst into tears of repentance. St. Ambrose describes the two conversions as the water and tears, the water of baptism and the tears of repentance. Jesus' call to conversion is not first and foremost to outward penance, such as sackcloth and ashes, but to an interior conversion of the heart, without which penances are sterile and futile. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at more to life with Dr. Greg and Lisa and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, the show is titled Building Resilience. We talk about dealing with those unpleasant or unexpected changes we all go through or encounter in life, or in those times when we just feel worn down from dealing with a challenge in our life or relationships. Let us help you bounce back and be confident about your next steps. 877-573-573. 7825. Let's talk now with Dominic, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Pennsylvania. Hi, Dominic. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out? Hi, Dr. Popchak and Lisa Popchak. I like you guys. Um, Thanks. Yeah, um, I just want to know what I could do to get back together with my girlfriend because she walked out on me and left me, and I don't know what to do, and my heart's broken. I'm so sorry, Dominic. That's and you so told right. her a screener that that she cheated on you, and she's that she's told you that she loves another guy more than you, um, Dominic. As a Christian, it's really important that we build relationships with people who work for our good and who are who are in a position to be able to help us become more of who God created us to be in this life and get to heaven in the next. Like we were talking with our previous caller, Mary, who, who's going through a, a divorce right now. Um, I would really discourage you from trying to get back with this girlfriend because she's not capable of doing those things for you. 
as a friend or as a romantic partner. Um, and it's important, you know, when we're in a friendship with somebody, especially if it's a romantic friendship, to begin praying with them from the very, very first day. And this is something that Lisa and I did, um, you know, from our very, very first date. Um, and, and we were engaged two months later, and we've been together 35 years since. <laughs> and, and, and so, uh, we, you know, it's, it's on that very it's first... it's often on that, the prayer that got us through the whole 35 years. Only the prayer. <laughs> it, is. it is. But I will say that, but I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this. You know, when you're in a relationship, uh, especially if it's a dating relationship, that very first date, you, you need to bring that relationship to the Lord and say, God, we just give you this friendship and we ask you to let it be what you want it to be. Uh, teach us to be who you want us to be for each other and, and help us create the relationship you want for us. Uh, and you're, just, you're deferring to God in that relationship from the very beginning because the, the presumption here is that, that you want to be with somebody who is capable of helping you draw closer to the Lord and live a more godly life. This, this woman that you've been involved with that's not that's not her pole star, right? She she's not looking to God. She's looking to other men to to help her form her identity, and that is not a relationship that is going to bless you. So I would actively discourage you from trying to be a friend with this young woman. I would actively discourage you from trying to get back together with her. I understand why you want to. We all feel lonely, and we all want to be loved, but. The, the, this this is not a girl who can give that to you, Dominic. You need to free yourself so that you can allow better friendships and better romantic people in your life. And only allowing yourself to heal from this will allow you to do that. We'll be adding you to our More to Life prayer list. Dominic, thank you so much for your call. With that, let's go to Susie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas. Susie, welcome to More to Life. Susie, are you with us? Susie yes. in Texas, are you with us? There you are. Hi, Susie. What's yes. going on? Um, I'm just, I'm at the, the end of my rope. I've um, <clears throat> uh, been married with my husband for about 20, going on 20 years um, through the Catholic Church. Um, uh, we're actively act, uh, active in our parish. <clears throat> and... Uh, um, pretty much throughout our, you know, our entire marriage, um, he's been unfaithful, and there was a time when I was unfaithful too, not to make myself innocent and all um, years. <clears throat> so um, I've just come to realize, find out, you know, um, about a year or so ago, you know, that he was unfaithful again. Um, approach him about it, you know, try to make amends and try to work through it, and. Now I'm finding out, you know, that it's he's um, situation is still currently going on, not just with. Uh, well, and I want to make sure I understand that, 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 that it sounds like you told. Okay, that, yeah, because you, you told your our, our, our screener that that he's been unfaithful with both men and women now. Yes. Okay, and when did you find all of this um, out? He, um, a few weeks. I, well, I've. It was about a year or two ago, um, and I've tried to work through it, and, it, and I've come across it recently again. Um, so, when you say you tried to work through it, what what kind of help have you been getting, Susie? Um, we have we haven't sought. Uh, he's wanted to seek out counseling, but I was just in this point state of mind to where I was 
I was just not willing to um, because I, at the time I thought, okay, I already know where this is going to go or how it's going to end. Um, <clears throat> you know, thinking, you know, to myself, okay, well, I, I don't want to continue on, you know, living a lie and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, so no, we hadn't sought anything out. I've sought out spiritual counseling myself um, and spiritual guidance. and, and, uh, and From, like from a, a pastor or, or what? Um, yes, from a, yes, from a pastor. Okay. Well, and that's good. I'm glad you're getting spiritual direction, but, but, but so spiritual direction and, and counsel and, and even pastoral counseling are two different things. Um, because spiritual direction is all about helping you experience God in the middle of whatever you're going through, right? And whatever your experience is, you know, how do I find God as I'm going through this? Uh, counseling in general, pastoral counseling in particular, in particular is, is about how do I make change or get the skills that I need to respond to this thing that I'm going through. So they have a different, they play a different role. And you definitely need skills uh, to discern what God's calling you to in this situation. As I, as I shared with, with a previous caller, Mary, you know, Catholic marriage is all about two people promising in the eyes of God to help each other become everything they were created to be in this life and get, to, get each other to heaven in the next. And the relationship that you're describing you have we is is with two people who are really struggling to know what that means um and i there's no way that you're going to either be able to work this out or or discern what god is calling you to whether that's to persist in this relationship or whether you're seeing that that your husband is not capable of and of, of of living in a marriage as the church defines it um unless you're getting real counseling help to see what skills you would need to respond to these challenges uh, successfully. At the very least, your, your husband sounds like he has a sexual addiction, um, at the very least, and some deep-seated personality problems that would arguably prevent him from entering into marriage as the church defines it in the first place. I'm not saying that for sure. That's not, that's not my call to make. Um, but it's something that you need to be seeking pastoral guidance on um, from in your spiritual direction, but but also seeking good, faithful counseling for to really identify what the next steps are. You can't fix this on your own, and you honestly you can't discern what God's calling you to on your own. Saint Ignatius of Loyola talked all the time about how when you're trying to discern something, it's important not to do it on your own. So I, I want you to be seeking, I don't, I'm not saying I want you to seek marriage counseling. I don't think you guys are at the place where you can handle that. Uh, I, I want you to be seeking individual counseling to discern whether this marriage is viable, whether it's a marriage where both of you can commit to a relationship as the church defines it, um, and what it means to move through this. But this situation is devastating let's put it that way and yeah. a very serious situation you should not be going through this on your own um i'm so sorry Susie, that you you are facing these these difficulties in your relationship but please do open yourself up to getting all the support that you need especially the support that can give you the skills that are necessary to move forward with this if we can help you find faithful answers to these challenges i invite you to contact us at catholiccounselors.com thank you for the call and folks if if you are struggling don't struggle alone uh, reach out to people in your area who, who can be a support to you. Reach out to your pastor. Uh, reach out to local support or contact us at CatholicCounselors.com to learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice 
where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life through the light of God's grace. That's CatholicCounselors.com. Get out there and celebrate the life God has for you folks, because with His grace, there's so much more to life. More to life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.